This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hey, what's up? Welcome into episode 107 of Small Talk. Your hosts are here, Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman. We're taping this late in the week on a Thursday. So, Steve, I guess I should still ask you what you did over the weekend and if anything is new, even though we're primed for another weekend, I guess, here in a few days. Maddie and I, my wife, got pretty bored, so we decided to make a day trip up to Boston, which was oh, fun. Cool. We went to this cider place that I really like. We got some dinner, just kind of walked around. It was nice. Obviously, masks on. What's up? But <laughs> what we wanted to do, we actually weren't able to do. Ever since we got married, we wanted to get tattoos as a couple, right? And yeah. It's been almost two years since we got married and we were in Boston. We were like, do you want to get the tattoos today? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Problem was every tattoo place is booked out for months, at least in the Boston area. So we couldn't do it. But it got me thinking, where are we on tandem couples married tattoos? Now we're not going to do something corny. I'm not getting Maddie in cursive written on my chest. We're going to get some sort of symbol on our arms or something that both of us have arrows, triangles, something symbolic, not something cringy and weird. But are you cool? Is, are we cool with couple tattoos? I don't know. Am I doing something that's not all right? Well, I'm not a tattoo person. You know this about me. But I think if it's your aesthetic and it's your spouse, then yeah, totally. I mean, you already are linked together in the courts. Why not get linked together sure. via ink? I mean, why not? Yeah, we're legally binded. We might as well just have this. I look at it and I go, as I mentioned before, the curse of tattoo anywhere name thing is weird. We were thinking about maybe getting two triangles within each other because you're together, but you're separate. You're always facing in the same direction. That was kind of our logic behind us. We were maybe going to do that. I feel like that's not corny, but am I going to regret that in like 15, 20 years? I mean, not because I'm going to get divorced, but I got to look at this and go, wow, this is a really stupid decision. I mean, probably. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I always wonder if you're giving true serum to people with tattoos, if they hit their mid fifties and they think, "Mm, you know, getting my name on my back may have been a mistake. May have been yeah. a mistake here. Yeah, getting the Italian flag tattooed on my back, probably not a great idea. 18-year-old me would not agree with 30-year-old me that that's a really cool tattoo. Yeah, maybe these lightsabers on my forearm, I could have done better. Yeah, the Chinese symbols down the spine, probably not a great idea. Probably not. Uh, Steve, fun fact that I don't think you know. Did you know that a guy once got my name tattooed on his body? Wait, like someone you dated? Uh-huh. Oh my God, I did not know that. It didn't work out. And clearly you're not together <laughs> anymore because you're not. <laughs> Wait, there's no way you approved of that. He did yeah, it. Did, I did he surprise you? Oh my, well, how old were you? How old was he? Um, it was like mid to late 20s. And we had, we were together. We broke up. We were together, broke <laughs> up. And then kind of started getting back together again. And this was his, uh, his way to prove his commitment to me. Wait, so, so he, hold on. You uh-huh. broke up, you got back together, and when you're back together, he wanted to take it to the next step and be like, I'm really yeah. in this. I'm in this for real. Yeah. And said, Michelle, I'm going to get your name tattooed. Do you approve? And you said, absolutely, that's hot. I didn't believe that he would do it. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. And then he picked me up one day and he's like, we're going to the tattoo parlor. I'm getting it done right now. I love you so much. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then the next thing I know, we're there. And he did it. And I did thought he- it was hot. I thought it was really hot. Did he ask you to get his name tattooed on you? No, no. He knows it's not my vibe. Okay, cool. Um, I don't actually hate it. It's definitely a bold move. Not what I would have done, especially if I'm not married to the person. But hey, man, sometimes, you know, if you love somebody, you do whatever it takes. I don't know. But he covered covered it up. Okay, so I was going to say, do you know what he got over it? Did he get it removed or did he get a different tattoo? He got something else over it because I've talked to him about it after. Okay. So you you guys are cool. Okay. that's Oh, yeah. We're 
we're cool, but I don't think that he wants to, as he's dating someone else, be at the beach. Who's Michelle? Because it's on his thigh. It's <laughs> on his thigh. It's on the front part of his thigh. You know, he's in the waves hanging out, and then all of a sudden the girl's like, Michelle, what? <laughs> I'm not a romantic like that in that way. I wouldn't just be like, I need to prove, profess and prove my love to whoever that I need to get a tattoo on me. But I do feel like, you know, we're, I'm married. It's pretty safe. It's, it feels like, <laughs> feels like she's the right one, wink, wink. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. The cursive name thing I just feel like is so – is there a way to make that original? Otherwise, it just kind of looks meh. What if you get her name in Morse code? That'd be kind of cool, actually. Although, is that going to be like barbed wire in a few years where it's like, mm, not really the thing? No, you know what the new barbed wire is? Is people getting the latitude longitude. That's going to be maybe the new barbed wire because everybody's doing that now. Or the one that's when they have a forest that starts on their wrist and moves up their arm. You ever seen that before? Everybody's doing that, I've seen. It's actually kind of cool, but I, I know you're going to regret that in 10 years. I didn't see the forest on the arm. I appreciate the growth. You know, we need the carbon, especially in California. But no, I did not know forest tattoos on the arm was a thing. No. Like I said, I'm not really on the tat scene, Steve. So you would never get one? Never, not in a million years. Why not? Are you afraid or you just don't have anything that you like? Steve, you have known me for a handful of years now. How many hairstyles have I had since you've known me? Kind of a lot, actually. I changed my mind yeah. with the wind. <laughs> I would be the Colors, one. Colors, styles, all of the above, yeah. Oh, my God, Steve. I would be the one in 2007 who got the white star on the inside of my wrist, Lindsay Lohan style, and thought, this is so dope. And then two years later would have been heading right to the laser place to get it removed. I'm just yeah. saving myself a lot of energy and money. Yeah, but you're also classy and are in some ways classical as well where i think if you were to get a tattoo it would be something really and you also are very family oriented and a lot of tattoos have to do with family they don't ever go out of style so i kind of think i would go the other way for you i think you would figure out something that was really deep and dear to your heart and you would get that that would never go out of style the only thing i ever considered is as i told you last week the heart thing my cousins and i always feel oh like yeah we see hearts from my grandma we talked about potentially all of us getting a little tiny heart tattoo in memory of her. But then I just thought she would be disgusted by that. She <laughs> would have been like, you're going to put ink on your body to commemorate me? Absolutely not. Plus, where would I put it? On my rib? No. On my ankle? No. There's not really a spot that I like. And I would regret it. I can remember her and love her without putting it on my body. That's fair. That's fair. But so, I think yeah. tattoos look great. It's just so, I know myself and I would regret it. So we'll, I, hate needles. I hate needles. It doesn't actually hurt. I mean, I guess it depends where you get it, but it doesn't actually hurt that much. But so we didn't end up getting tattoos. We probably will at some point. Maybe we'll have to make an appointment. But that was kind of my weekend. What's up with you? Really quickly on a scale of one to 10, how surprised are you that I never told you that a guy tatted my name on his body? Kind of surprised, actually, because you're pretty open with me about stuff like that, mm -hmm. especially people that you've dated in the past. And... That seems like it's something that should have come up. <laughs> I'm kind of upset about it. I don't know if I've even told my friends that. It was kind of a secretive, we did this together, this is for us type deal. Um, so I'm sure he's going to be thrilled that I talked about this podcast. Is he married? Is he, is, he's is not he, married yet, no. Is he's dating somebody? What do we think? He could be dating someone, but I don't okay. know. I, we don't talk about that. She doesn't ask about the Michelle tattoo because it's not there anymore. There you no, go. No, it's covered up. So what's up with you? Um, well, Steve, you know, just been watching a lot of Cardinal baseball. They've mm, got a, a million games in a short amount of time. But over the weekend, I did have some time to watch some other TV. And per your request, I finally binge watched Dave. Oh, yes. Did I give that up for a 
A plus content, I think once back in the day, it was months ago. You did, Steve, and you couldn't have been more spot on. I Thank absolutely you. love Dave. I haven't laughed out loud that much in a long time. I can't believe how funny and sharp and it's so layered. The show has so many great layers that I don't know why more people aren't talking about how great Dave is. When the first time I watched it, I was probably the most surprised I've ever been at how good a show was. It's about Lil Dicky and his life. And it, yeah, it's not necessarily true, but he is playing himself. And how could a show like that be good in my mind? He's like a white Jewish rapper. How could this be a good show? Right. And I was so surprised at the depth of the characters, the actual real issues they get into. And then you're right, the humor of it is so well written. It is one of the most surprising shows I've probably watched in the last decade or so. Why aren't more people talking about Dave? I've talked to friends, uh, my friends, Maddie's friends, and I think it's very hit or miss. I think either people understand the humor and embrace the weirdness of the show, or they're just like, what the hell am I watching? And probably get in through like three episodes and just quit on it. Really? Because I thought it was pretty strong out of the gate and only continued to get better. Did you know who Lil Dicky was? No, I had no idea. You didn't? Okay, you'd never heard. So I knew of him, but I had never really listened to his catalog of music. But he's clearly a very talented guy. Oh, wait, you're telling me he's in real life, the rapper? Yeah, that's who he is. Oh, he's well, that literally a whole nother wrinkle into this. I had no idea. I thought yeah, that he, Dave was just playing this character on the show. No, no, there is a rapper. He is the rapper Lil Dicky. It's a play on words, obviously. And he's a Jewish white rapper. I don't know how big his songs are or his music is. He's kind of a parody guy. I think a lot of his stuff is on YouTube as well. It's not like he's some mainstream guy that you're going to hear on the radio. But yeah, he's a real rapper. And I don't believe the show was anything from his real life. I think it was all just written about himself and he's using himself as inspiration for this character. But yeah, he's like a legitimate rapper who has songs out there. So the issues downstairs, those aren't real? I mean, I think they might be. I'd imagine a lot of writing, for anyone writing, not only him, but people who write shows, they write of things that they know, right? They probably write from real life experiences. So yeah, some of it's probably true. That seems like the show version of or getting someone's <laughs> name tattooed on you, that you would put that out to the world and then maybe in two years regret it. You would definitely regret it for sure. And the f interesting thing is I've wanted to get Taylor, who is the, uh, the girl who plays Allie on the show. I've wanted to get her on the show forever, but I've just been waiting for you to watch the show. And now hopefully we can get her on because I thought she was great in that show as well. She was yeah. great. Gata. I mean, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't watched it, but you know, I don't feel like we're doing that many big spoilers, but the whole Gata thing where he goes through the stuff that he's going through when he's experiencing bipolar disorder and kind of how that affects his life and affects everybody else around him. I've never seen a show that's really funny and weird that also tackles these hardcore issues of mental health. It was so surprising. It came out of nowhere and they did it and addressed it in such a thoughtful and meaningful way where they showed his past and how he dealt with this, how he came to this realization, how he was coping with it, the other characters, the way that they addressed it and supported him and talked with him about it, I just thought was illuminating. I thought it was really, really, really well done. I, of course, was crying. I love Gata. One of my favorite scenes in the entire first season is when they go to Dave's parents' house in Philly, and they're sitting around the table, and they're, they're talking with the parents, and then Gata goes to the basement, and Dave goes to tuck him in. <laughs> like, That's right, yeah. And he's like, give me a kiss, good night. And Gator's like, you know, I don't do that word shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how dudes would kind of mess with each other and talk to each other. It was very real, very cool. And for people that don't know, it's on, I think, what is it, FXX, I think it's on? 
I watched it on Hulu. So FX, Hulu, that yeah. was on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like eight episodes, random stuff. It's so good. I couldn't recommend it more. So happy you watched it. And there are some weird, I mean, the, I'll just say the milking scene alone, you'll just let your mind take that where you want. That was one of the weirdest, funniest, most awkward scenes I've ever watched. If I was watching that with friends, it might be weird. I was watching it with my wife and we were both dying, but it was genuinely one of the hardest I've laughed in a long time. You want to talk about unpredictable? That came out of nowhere. It definitely came out of nowhere. Definitely came out of nowhere. So uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, hopefully we can get Allie on and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the show. Yeah, that would be great. I would love to have her on. She was outstanding. And Dave, and I hope there's a season two. I don't know what the deal is, but... There is. I there is. It. I mean, obviously everything now is put on hold, but there should be a season two, I believe. They've already been greenlit for it. Love it. Okay, well, if you don't have any other updates, we did have a couple things on deck for the pod today. We are not only going to find me a soccer team, because Steve has come up with an incredible mechanism to help me find a team. We're going to do another draft today. We're doing a fruit draft, okay? We've got a fruit draft on deck. This is going to be highly contentious, because I found out before we talked pre-pod that Steve doesn't like a lot of fruits. So there is going to be some serious gamesmanship here for him to try to select the fruits that I like, take them off the board first to find those rare fruits that we both like first. I'm a picky eater. Does that surprise you? There are just no. fruits that I'm never going to eat, period. And I'm not going to tell you them. I'll let you know afterwards. But there's probably like 10 fruits that I really do like that I kind of need to get in this draft. Otherwise, I'm screwed. No, it does not surprise me you're a picky eater. You are so intentional about so many things in your I'm life. Particular. Yeah, I'm very You're particular. particular. That's a very good way to say it. That it does not surprise me that there's a handful of fruits that you don't touch. I'm also interested too. I think there's a top tier of like two to three fruits that are, for me, are way above the rest of them as far as versatility, taste, all of that. And then I think there's some schlock. But here's another question for you. How are we going to differentiate for example, apples. Do you have to pick a certain kind of apple? Because I do really like certain kinds of apples and I don't like other kinds of apples. Or are apples just a whole fruit and you can only pick them as a group? I think we go specific here because- wow. Okay. Because there's not that many fruits to pick from. So- Or you think it makes it more challenging if you have to take all of them? I think it makes it more challenging if you have to take them all. Well, then let's do that. We'll go your route then. And I think it makes it less complicated because you could literally pick 10 different variations of apples and that would be our list, right? There's, right. there's dozens of kinds of apples. If one of us picks apples, let's get into it. But there are other fruits as well, like oranges, totally different, um, mm -hmm. grapes, berries, like it's all, all of the above. But this was our original idea, right? I think, or was it the state draft that came first and then we were like, let's do a fruit draft? It was state draft. Then we wanted to do fruit draft, but our friend Chris Long said, hey, he was going to rank fruits. So we didn't want to do the same thing as him. So we put it on the back burner for a while and we were just texting over the weekend and we said, you know what? It's time. Fruit draft is time. I wonder what's going to be more contentious, the candy draft or this fruit draft, because... Why do you think the candy draft was contentious? You just gave me all the good picks. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be the same thing again, though, where I, I'm going to really like my draft, but you're going to be like, oh, it's stupid. Because again, I'm very particular. I like what I like. So let's find out. Okay, well, let's find out. Would you like to do the draft first or the soccer first? Let's do the draft first. Let's do okay. the draft first. All right. How are we going to decide who goes first this time? I, I forget who had last pick. What, what was our last draft? Was it the well, candy? We did state candy. So state, I went first. Candy, you went first. So All I right, think so, so you go first. Or no, we did the gross word draft. Oh my God, we did the gross word draft. So did I go first there? So I think it is me because we okay. went every other. Okay. I totally forgot about the gross word draft. Your turn. I oh, do. man. No, this is better. This is better though. This is better Am I doing snake? Do I get two and three then? You get, you get okay. two and three. Yep, exactly. Which, man, that actually might be better for you. But I do think, and I'm interested because I'm happy that I have the first pick because I think there is one fruit 
that reigns supreme among the all, all the other fruits. It's the only tier one fruit that I would put in this category, and it's why I'm happy I have the first pick. And with the first pick in the fruit draft on Small Talk, I'm taking pineapple. What's up? Oh. To me, it's the best tasting fruit. It's huge. You can put it in smoothies. You can eat it by itself. It's a great flavoring component. I like it in alcoholic drinks as well. Pineapple, you do vodka soda with a splash of pineapple. That's like the Maddie special. Unbelievable alcoholic beverage. Pineapple to me, number one, only tier one fruit there is. Okay. You Good seem, pick by you. You seem to agree, but not wholeheartedly. Love pineapple would never have taken it first. Wow. Okay. See, this is where I'm interested to see where you go. I'm so glad you selected pineapple. Let me get my, by the way, I found some blue cards. Oh, the best. Which we used to have on Rosillo and Canal. Every These rundown are, was written on a blue card back in the day. Yeah. Every single rundown. These are the best. Okay. Wow. So I have all the options that I wanted here. Okay. Where would you have taken pineapple? Top five? Did I go too early? I mean, I, I, had, I had it in my top 10. That's not good though. Maybe I went the wrong way. Although to me, that's the number one fruit. I don't think there's anything even close. Pineapple is my dad's favorite fruit. A lot of people love You know pineapple. what? Not only do I love your mom, I love your dad. We should have them as a guest appearance on the podcast and interview them. Oh my God, why? They would just reveal very embarrassing things about me. Which is what everyone wants to hear, <laughs> but I digress. We've discussed this at length. You and my dad are best friends and you don't even know. You both love Mexican food, you love pineapple, and you love war movies. You know what? A perfect date with your dad. We go out to a Mexican restaurant, we watch the Ulysses S. Grant documentary, and we eat pineapple. Oh, you know what else he does? He gets up early every single weekend to watch soccer. He loves soccer. Does he really? What, oh, why do I? I need to make a trip to St. Louis, not only to hang out with you, but to hang out with your dad. If you come to St. Louis and you meet my dad, you're going to like him way more than me. You're going to want to hang out with him all the time. He's a blast. He's a great time. I love that. What's his favorite soccer team? Um, let me text him. What's your fave? If he told me it was Everton, I might have a heart attack. Is that yours? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wouldn't wish being an Everton fan on my worst enemy, though. Actually, let me just give him a call because he doesn't text. And now I really want to know. It's on speaker. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Dad. What's up? Um, uh, me and Uncle Terry just driving down to the lake. Oh, you're driving oh. to the lake. Sick. Dad, quick question. What's your favorite EPL team? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's bad news. Yeah. So, yeah, we both, Terry and I both, Liverpool. And I like the Wolves, too. The yeah. Wolves? The I wolf. like wolf. Wolves. It, Wolverhampton. Yeah, oh, Wolverhampton. Wolves. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm, I'm doing the pod with Saruti right now, dad. And we were talking about how you and Steve are the same person. He loves Mexican food. He loves the History Channel and Ulysses S. Grant documentaries. He loves EPL and he, we're doing a fruit draft and he just picked pineapple first. He needed to know what your favorite EPL team was. Yours is what, Steve? The problem is mine's Everton and that's, that's Liverpool's direct rival. Dad, his favorite team is Everton. Literally, you couldn't find two polar opposite teams. Oh, man. That's the only thing that divides them. The two stadiums is the Mersey. Yep, the Mersey side. Nobody likes the blue. Nobody likes the blue, Steve. Nobody likes the blue. I like the blue. They got a lot of American players. It's okay. All right, Dad. Well, you guys have fun at the lake. Drive safe. Talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. All right. Well, that's settled. That's hilarious because that is the worst team. And I'm afraid you're going to pick them in my descriptions and it's going to bother me so much, but it's okay. Liverpool is a really good team. Everton is their rival, but they're very much the second tier team. Back to the fruit draft. 
I'm just going to go with my actual favorite and then take the safe favorite number three since I have number two and three. With the number two pick in the small talk fruit draft, I'm going blood oranges. Wow, great pick. So that was actually one of my questions when I was talking about apples before, whether or not we categorize apples. Because blood oranges to me are way better than regular oranges. They're the best orange. Damn, that's high. That's really high. Well, listen, when you said that all of them get lumped together, that means I'm getting blood oranges, Steve. I'm getting regular oranges. I'm getting clementines. I'm getting some cuties in the mix. You're telling me that if I take blood oranges, I'm getting all of the component oranges? Done. Oranges. Blood oranges, number two. No, it's an excellent pick. I still would have gone pineapple one, but blood oranges, I don't actually like regular oranges, but clementines and blood oranges, if I get them in that subcategory, then that's a great pick by you. Damn it. I didn't thought they were going to be like a mid-round pick. No. We're, we're, both, by- we're both Italian. Blood orange is a big Italian drink thing. I mean, yeah. I would argue that blood orange margaritas or blood orange alcoholic drinks are the best fruit drinks there are. You can eat a blood orange solo. You can put it in a drink. I make an unbelievable blood orange vinaigrette for a kale salad. That sounds about right. I'm te- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Steve. It does sound about right. I'm telling you what. Blood oranges, unbelievable. I'm taking them number two. They're going to be the cornerstone of my fruit franchise here. And we're team vitamin C. We're team vitamin C. Can't have enough of it. Damn. Can't all right. Now, all right. What's your number three then? Because this is good. Things just got interesting. Well, with the number three pick in the small talk fruit draft, I'm going your fruit's favorite fruit, strawberries. Actually, strawberries are very overrated. They're actually not. They are nature's candy. You can snack on them. You can throw them in some yogurt. You can make ice cream. Strawberry ice cream is the best. You can throw it in a salad with a little goat cheese, maybe some walnuts. Wait, hold on. Strawberry? You said strawberry ice cream is the best ice cream? Yeah. I mean, it's not the best overall, but if we're talking fruit ice cream, it's definitely the best. No way. Who eats strawberry ice cream? I've never I even heard of strawberry ice cream. Oh my God. If we're going classic flavors for me, it's vanilla, strawberry, then chocolate. I agree with you, chocolate's overrated, but I'm not sure strawberry is even in the top part of that conversation. But okay, anyway, weird. I wouldn't have picked strawberry. They would have been a very late pick for me. Okay, well, I'm pleased with that. Definitely upset with the blood orange pick. That really screwed me up because I was actually going to probably go there soon. Damn. Ah. All right. You know what? I'm going to have to do it then because I feel like this is a big and it's a key category. I don't like all of them. And as we talked about before in the apple category, but I have to go with apples. I don't like red delicious. What are the ones that are green and red? They're very fally, which is weird because you know I love honey fall. crisp. Is that honey, a honey crisp? crisp? Don't, mm, I don't think they're honey crisp. I like gala apples. I like the yellow apples. I love a good tart green apple. I think the only ones I really don't like are the red delicious ones. What else am I missing? But anyway, I'm going to go with apples because I feel like they're so versatile. They're great in pies. They're great to eat by themselves. You can even mm-hmm. put them in. I think apple juice might be one of the most underrated juices. People think that's for babies. No, it's awesome. Love apple juice. Still drink it today. So I think apples is a safe pick at number four. Um, I would have picked it lower, but I see your thought process here. You do get a ton of variety with the apple picks. You got your golden delicious, your pink ladies, a granny Smith. And listen, Steve, we're in a pandemic. We've got a lot of virus things to worry about. And if an apple a day keeps the doctor away, go for it. Great call. And I think now that I'm saying that, because I mentioned apple pie, apple, as far as fruits is the best fruit when it comes to desserts. Whether the fruit is better in a dessert than apple. Did Did you not just hear me pick strawberries? That's not true. Not true. Excuse me. I would take a strawberry shortcake over an apple pie 10 of 10 times. 10 of 10. 
zero. You don't really cook strawberry, right? I don't think you cook strawberry. You kind of just like have you it raw. You dice it up. You get a little balsamic glaze in the mix there. You've got your strawberry shortcake. You've got your biscuit, a little cool whip. You get the, the balsamic strawberries in there. I mean, what are we doing? We're having no, a great on. night. A good baked apple, good apples that are in an apple pie. You throw an apple crisp. Are you kidding me? What's up fall? I think apples are way more oh, versatile. All you could do with the strawberry is dice it up and put it on a, and put it on a waffle or something. There's really nothing to that. It's boring. You can make a little fruit salad. You could throw it in a little strawberry and some salsa. There's like a hundred fruits in a fruit salad. <laughs> Why is strawberry special? Is apple and fruit salad? No. I don't even like fruit salad, so get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Apple's a solid, versatile pick. All right. Now that I'm looking at my first two picks, Steve, I have your classic strawberry, classic fruit and strawberries. I went blood orange, which is your seasonal rarity. I do get all the other oranges. And I mean, who doesn't like a fresh glass of OJ in the morning? Great. That's a good point. Yep. But now that you went apples, if we're going fundamentals here, I'm going to go with the big fundy and I'm going with bananas. Okay. I'm going bananas number I'm three glad you did. Me. It's an unbelievable foundational piece here for my fruit franchise. I mean, it's packed with potassium. It's packed with potassium. And if we really want to talk versatility, Think about everything you can do with bananas. You can eat it alone, work it in with some oatmeal. How about the older that they get, sometimes the better that they get, then we're gonna make some banana bread. You take those brown apples, I'm throwing out a brown apple, you get a really brown banana, we've got some banana bread. It's a breakfast the next day. So do you know that I actually haven't eaten a banana in over a decade, probably even longer than that? What? I don't eat bananas. I think they taste disgusting. But you know what the ironic part about that is? I love, I fucking love banana bread. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. I think it's a textural thing for me with bananas. They're just too mushy and I don't like the flavor that much. But if you put it in a bread, it's okay. But no, I haven't had a banana. Like peeled a banana and ate a banana probably since I was in single digit of ages, like nine. I don't like them. What? I know. This is the where I told you I'm very peculiar about what I like and what I don't like. If I don't like a banana, I'm not going to eat one. I eat almost a banana a day. In a smoothie, solo, mix it in with some, some cereal. I mean, throw some banana on your cereal. Here's the problem too for me is that whenever I get a smoothie, if there's even a hint of banana in there, it's the only thing I taste in the smoothie and I don't, I don't drink it. That seems like a big time you problem. I told you I'm very particular about what I like and what I don't like. And I don't like bananas. I don't like the flavoring of it unless it's in a bread because carbs are totally different. Anything in carb form is great. Wow. I just, bananas foster, Steve, you don't like it? Don't like it. Nope. Don't like it. Banana split, hard pass. Don't want it on cereal. Nope. Well, I'm glad I secured it, but I could have, I, I didn't know you hated it. I could have gone later with it. I'm glad you took it high as well because I just, I wanted nothing to do with it. So now we've got to this draft. So this will be my third pick, the six overall pick. We've got to the point in the draft where okay. I think it's just personal preference at this point. I don't know if there's anything on the board that's still calling out that's super obvious, um, but there are a lot of things that I still like on the board. So I'm going to do this because I love the flavor of this. I love eating them raw and whole. I like putting them in baked goods. I like them in drinks. I'm going to go peach. I love, 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 love. Now, do I get nectarines with that too, or are they different? You can get them. Okay, I'm going to get both. So I'm actually more of a peach person than I am a nectarine person. But if you're talking about raw as just a fruit to eat, it's amazing. It's a top five fruit for me easily. Peach cobbler, ever had that before? Oh my goodness. A peach margarita, peach iced tea might be the best flavored iced tea there is in the game. I feel like peach is a steal at six. I'm pissed. I should have gone peach last round. I love peach. I've been working in a peach salad recently. You're right. Mm -hmm. What is more refreshing than a peach iced tea? Nothing. Yep. Absolutely nothing. You know what's really good too? Peach on vanilla ice cream. Oh, 
delicious. Del- You're talking about putting fruit on stuff. I'd rather put peach than strawberry on anything. Mm, I'm still going strawberry, but you know what, Steve? I like my peaches like I like my men. Sweet with a little scruff. Yep. Yeah, you tip your cap to me and we'll move on here because it's just such a versatile thing. And here's the thing though. Tell me if I'm wrong. I like my peaches really firm too. I don't like them too soft and juicy. I like to be able to have a little bit of crisp and bite to it. I know it's a little bit weird, but. Again, I like them like I like my men a little soft. (laughs) Well, that's true. Soft and maybe a little bit larger. You like a big peach. I like a big, fuzzy, soft, juicy peach. And also let's not pretend like the peach emoji isn't a top five emoji either. So that also counts. I mean, maybe top three. It probably is. You got you get what? Eggplant and peach, probably one and two. There you go. Wait, what are your top three <laughs> most used emojis? Oh man, this could be embarrassing. Um, hold please. Gonna... Probably probably thumbs up, because I just used that oh, randomly. Yeah, I just sent just that to you. It to me. <laughs> okay. Mine, this will not surprise you, is the skull. I use the skull all the time to say I'm dead at something funny. I have never used that. Mine is thumbs up. That's my number one. What's your number two? Mm-hmm. My number two is the winky face kiss emoji. That also checks out <laughs> pretty well. My number two is just the two big eyes. I send that a lot. Oh, you do send that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do send, you that, do one send that one a lot. <laughs> and weirdly, my number three as of right now is the rocket emoji. That is random. What context did you use that in? I don't know. I think I've been encouraging people a lot lately saying things are on their way up. Things are trending <laughs> up. The rocket. You're being positive. I get it. Yeah, uh, and what, what shouldn't surprise anybody, my third most used emoji is the, I don't even know how to describe this face. It's the flat mouth with the flat eyes. It's the annoyed face is what yeah. it is. So that checks out as well. Yeah. All right. Only surprise for me is the rocket. Well, that was a fun little exercise that we did there. I didn't see that coming. I like that. That's a lot about us. I need to stop using the rocket. It's a little bit weird. Neither one of us had the peach. I don't use the peach. I don't use the peach or the eggplant. I just know what they are. I don't know if I've ever used the peach, but maybe we should start doing it. I'm not going to send you a peach emoji. Never. But here's the thing. I wouldn't send my wife a peach emoji either. I would like, that's just weird too. I just feel like that's not a thing I would do. Send her the peach emoji right now and see what she responds with. All right, here we go. Just one solo peach emoji. (laughs) I love that we do the random live things on the pod where I like text my friends. Here we go. All right. I just sent it. I'll update you when she responds. Just one peach. Just one peach. Solo okay. peach. All right. Great. All right. Back to the draft. I'm really pissed off about your peach pick. That was a good pick by you. Thank you. Thank you. Every once in a while. All right. I'm going head over heart here. Actually, no. Back that up. I'm going to go heart over head. I don't know if you like this or not, but I would be sad if I didn't get it. With my fourth pick, I'm going watermelon. Hate it. Hate it. In fact, it's probably my most, I don't eat water. It tastes like nothing. It's boring. It's got way too many seeds in it. I get it's kind of refreshing on a hot day, but it's not versatile at all. It doesn't taste good in alcoholic drinks. Um, So no. Have you ever had watermelon soaked with booze? It's unbelievable. I have. It's actually not as good as people make it out to be though. It's like when people do the, um, oh, Maddie just responded with a question mark. So (laughs) (laughs) that's all we got. (laughs) So that's that, that about checks out. There you go. Back to watermelon. Uh, I have had that. I just kind of feel like that's overrated. It ends up just tasting like vodka and it's not that good. It's one of those things you can eat a ton of guilt-free because it's in the name. It's essentially water. If you're having a good time at a party and you want to work in some hydration, just pound some watermelon. 
I love watermelon salad. Get a little feta, again, a balsamic glaze, maybe some mint, beautiful. I've recently been making a watermelon drink. That's coconut water, ice, watermelon in a blender, some lime juice, some lime uh, zest on there. Beautiful. See, I wouldn't hate that. I get that. I wouldn't hate Beautiful. that. But it's because it's with other things. Watermelon is not a standalone fruit to me. It's just, meh. I've seen people grilling watermelon recently. Is that a thing? I don't even it's understand great. why that would be good. Grilled pineapple is delicious, but grilled, grilled watermelon. Grilled peach is really good. Grilled peach is good. But watermelon, it's just, it's water. It's nothing. It's a pink fruit that tastes like water. Yeah, which is great. And it has a little sweetness to it. Mm, not for me. Not for you me. Get, so you, you get a lot of bang for your buck with the watermelon. I would agree. Uh, although it probably doesn't fill you up because it's mostly just, there's no substance to it. But sometimes after you eat dinner, you want a little sweet treat. And if you get a big bowl of watermelon, you can eat a lot. You do feel full and it's basically guilt-free. Um, I think my next pick is going to piss you off. Actually, it could go one of two ways. Either you're going to be really mad or you're going to be like, that's a terrible pick. I don't know why you picked that. Okay. And this is kind of not in the typical fruit category, but it is a fruit by definition. I'm going avocado. Oh, that's, come on. It's a fruit. Okay, then I'm going tomato. Okay. Pick no, a, I, I don't know why you would. Yes. But... We're going classic fruit. We're going classic fruit here. Why can't I pick an avocado? avocado? No. Okay, Tom Brady, pump the brakes. No way. We're not going avocado here. But I'm, I, the, all right. I've been, so I've listen, been veto. You're telling me that I, I can't. Blew the whistle. No way. You can't do oh, avocado. Man, that really screws up my strategy then. Okay, well. By definition, I just want to put it on the record that I am Great. right. I get it. Is, it. Seeds, <laughs> it seeds, I, I understand, but no, we don't okay. count avocado. We Damn don't it. count tomato. Damn it. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. All right. Then I'll go to my next pick. Okay. This is very much like peach and pineapple. I'm going to go mango. The only thing that's annoying about mango is that it's hard to peel. It's hard to open up and actually eat. I actually don't love the texture of mango, but if we're talking flavor and again, versatility drinks, it's amazing. Um, I'll put it in a smoothie for sure. But the hardest part is just getting it open. If you get past that, mango is an elite fruit. I'm bummed out. I love mango. It was on my list. Throw a little chili lime powder on mm. a mango. It will rock your world. I had a drink when I was in Colombia. That was essentially nice like- pronunciation a, there. Thank you. Steve, did you know the locals call it Medellin, not Medellin? I, so, you know, I was in I did Medellin. not know that. I had a great mango drink that was actually served with a slice of mango on the top of it. And it was in a chili lime kind of salt powder. And it was one of the best things I've ever had in my life. Another sneaky great thing about mango, it's really good on sushi. Hmm. You like mango and sushi? I mean, I'm more of a uh, minimalist when it comes to my sushi. Yeah, but if you're exploring, you get some thinly sliced mango, throw that on top. Okay, spicy tuna or something or a tuna, whatever. Oh my mm. goodness. Oh, it's delicious. I'm, I'm surprised by that. You strike me as a, a fruit sushi. on top of your... Well, I like... Well, that's... All right. It's like the next level of what's up. I'm from Japan type sushi. I'm talking about like the Americanized sushi. Oh, give me some mango for sure. Do you also want to deep fry it and throw some cream cheese on it? While I don't want to do that. You know me. First off, you know me too well to know that that's not what I would do. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you said yes, I would be upset. No, no. I'm not a deep fried guy. Come on. All right. Wow, you're ta you've taken some things from me and I'm upset about it. My strategy had to be pick the things that you wanted because I don't have a very big base. So I'm trying to do that. You've done it. Kudos to you. There's a lot of good stuff left though. I'm going to be honest. All right. Listen, I'm going with my number five pick, Rainier Cherries. Mm. 
Not a big cherry guy, but I get it. They've got a little tartness to them. And listen, if I'm getting Rainier, Rainier cherries, I'm getting all of them. Have you ever been to Montana? They have the best cherries I've ever had in my entire life down by Flathead Lake. And after I had those cherries, those cherry, cherries in general vaulted up my fruit power rankings. Plus one of my party tricks, Steve, is that I can tie a cherry stem and a knot in under 15 seconds. Whoa, this is like a rated R podcast now here. What, what are we Listen, doing? Cheats, MVD. It's one of the only party tricks that I have. That no, I that, and you told the story with Gold Jr., right? Can't you do the Starburst rapper too? I can do that too. Mm -hmm. That's like the same vein. That's straight out of a 90s high school movie where some like random hot cheerleader is doing that. I've never actually heard of or seen anyone that actually do that. I thought it was all made up. Next week when we tape, I will have cherries and you can time me. Okay, I will. I will. Is it weird that the only cherry that I like is maraschino cherries that aren't actually real cherries? Isn't it maraschino cherries? Eh, whatever. Okay, Shirley. Tomato, Temple. tomato. What are we doing? You like a little Shirley Temple? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sweet. You like it. It's sweet. Like, what's that from? <laughs> Isn't it from Mean Girls? No. Hold on. I'll find it. I'm Googling it. Yeah, that's not from Mean Girls. No way. It's sweet. You like it. Let's take a look. Oh, it's from uh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, that's right. It's funny that you quote, like I got this way in college because me and my friends just always quote stupid movie things. And to the point where I don't even remember what movies they were from like, originally, you know what I mean? I'll start quoting a line and somebody like, what's that from? And I'm like, you know what? I don't even know anymore. Right. It's a part of us now. Exactly. Okay, uh, your turn. All right, let's see here. I wouldn't have taken any of the last three, really four <laughs> fruits that you took. So you're on a roll here as far as my, uh, my big board. The one thing I'm lacking is any sort of citrus. Now, you took the orange group as a whole. There are a lot of citrus things left. I feel like I do need a citrus aspect to my pick. So I'm actually going to go with limes. Key lime pie, amazing. Limes and drinks, amazing. Lime water, amazing. I like limeade more than I like lemonade. Uh, what else am I missing for limes? Uh, with a good Corona or Mexican cerveza. Oh, my goodness. Limes, unbelievable. I'll take limes. Okay. I like that. I'm going to go ahead and steal something in the health category. How about an antioxidant superfood, Steve? We're going blueberries with my sixth pick. Okay. I thought you were going somewhere different. Not a huge blueberry fan, but I get why you picked it. That's the first berry taken, right? I believe. First berry oh, taken. Oh, strawberry. Strawberry. Oh, yeah. You're right. My number two pick, strawberries here. Blueberries. Again, a lot of bang for your buck. Think about those little blue balls, Steve. I shouldn't say little blue wow. balls. No, but keep you that know in. what I mean? <laughs> They packed a lot in there, okay? You're getting antioxidants. They're great for your skin. Uh, superfoods, you can throw them in some yogurt. We got it in a pie, a muffin, uh, a smoothie. Have you ever had frozen blueberries? Pop those bad boys in the freezer, snack on those. You're welcome. I'm pleased that I took blueberries with my sixth pick. Good pick. Not one of my favorite fruits, but I love blueberries. My favorite thing to put blueberries on or in are pancakes or waffles. Blueberry oh. pancakes and waffles are delicious. Great. That's the fruit. That's the fruit, not strawberries. Get that out of here. That's the fruit I want on my breakfast. All right, you're up. All right, let's see here. I'm trying to round out my list and make it as versatile as possible here. <sighs> I'm actually going to take a berry as well here. Maybe it's going to surprise you because they are a little bit harsh, but I do like them. I think they're a great flavor component in drinks. I think they're a great flavor component in iced tea. And I like them in smoothies as well. I'm going to go with raspberries. I like it. I feel like not a lot pick. of people eat. You don't typically just pop a bunch of raspberries and eat them. But I think the flavor of a good raspberry is one of the most versatile flavor profiles there is in the fruit kingdom. 
They are delicious. I think a lot of people don't eat them solo because they have a weird hair component to them. They also kind of have the seed thing in them that's a little bit weird mm -hmm. too. Do I also get blackberries or do I just get raspberries? Just raspberries. Because they are very similar. Okay, I'll just take the raspberry. That's fine. Raspberry is behind peach as far as the best flavor for rice tea though. Oh, without a doubt. Well, we'll leave it there because I have something else I don't want to tip my hand. Oh, it's a, it's a deep teas. Nice. Okay, we number seven. Deep teas in the biz. Number seven, Steve, now that I have my antioxidant superfood and blueberries, I want to decrease inflammation here. I want to have a great source of potassium, a sneaky great source of potassium, and a fun snack in some grapes. We're going grapes, number uh, seven. See, I was going to take grapes in my last pick, but potassium, didn't know they had potassium. And plus, you already have potassium with your uh, banana pick. You're just like loading up on potassium. I can never have too much potassium, Steve. What, this is, might be a stupid question. What is, does potassium do to your body? I'm not a health nut, so I don't know these. I know, it's, I know you should have it in your diet, but I don't know. It's good for your muscles. It prevents muscle cramps no, and stuff. I wouldn't know anything about that, so. Listen, Steve, I'm getting my gains <laughs> in the gym. I need as much potassium as yep. I can get. Chicken and rice Shelly. She's back at it, back in the gym. <laughs> oh, the Shelly's. Oh, by the way, shout out to the Shelly's, to our day Seriously. one Shelly's. I... Don't know if we've ever gotten that much positive response about anything on the pod. I heard from Shelly Sneer and Far Steve. And we're in the process of designing some merch as well that is designed around the Shelly's. So look for that in the future because I think there's some fire stuff that could potentially come out of that. But Shelly's is the perfect name for the people that listen to the show. I didn't think it would play, but now it really does. Nah, it's perfect. No big deal. Um, Good all right. Steve. Next one here for me. I'm going to go maybe controversial because I've already kind of got the island vibe thing down with the pineapple, but I'm going to go coconut. The meat of the coconuts is good. The flavor of coconut, coconut ice cream, you know, Michelle, is my favorite ice cream, period. I love it. It's my favorite. Did, did not know, Steve. Um, sweetened shaved coconut is stuff that you put on ice cream or like on desserts. Awesome. Coconut water, delicious. Uh, coconut milk, putting that in your coffee or whatever. It's super versatile. So Coconut, I know I already have the island vibe and pineapple, but I do feel like coconut's pretty awesome too. Coconut is not something I would have even picked in my top 10. Mm. Coconut, Steve, to me is like tattoos. I like the <laughs> idea of it more than I actually like it. In what way though? You love coconut water, don't you? I love the smell and taste of coconut. The actual coconut, I don't like. Shredded coconut on anything, I'm avoiding it like a oh, play. totally disagree. Don't like it. Shredded coconut and a good granola, it's a game changer. Mm, mm -mm. It's too overpowering. I don't like it. Mm. You don't like the sweet shredded coconut either? Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. So you just like coconut water. All right. Well, I guess that's a solo Steve right there. But you know what? I'm glad that you're happy with your pick. Okay. I'm going here. Sometimes, Steve, you need to make a pick based on one thing only. You know, if you're constructing a team, sometimes you just need speed. You know, it doesn't really matter if the height is not there or if the agility is not there. If the speed is there, you take the speed. And that's why with my eighth pick, I'm going pomegranates. We already have the antioxidants and blueberries. Pomegranate seeds are a crazy underrated snack. Superfood again, but you get a spoonful of those, awesome. I love throwing them in yogurt. I don't actually like the entire pomegranate because it's hard to cut. It's very hard on the outside. It's hard to cut, so I buy just the seeds packaged, but I do feel like there's enough positives in a pomegranate for me to take it with my eighth pick. You better love that fruit because it's really hard to get those seeds out of there, but you're right, it is a really awesome flavor. I've actually, I don't think I've ever bought a pomegranate by itself and cut it open and actually done that myself. I only buy it the way that you buy it, where I just, the seeds are already in a bin or something. So I don't know how hard it is to cut, but I've only heard it's really hard to open up and cut open. 
I tried it once. It is difficult. I've actually watched YouTube videos on this. You got to cook in a, I don't know, like a hexagon on the top of the thing. I think you shake it and then dump it out. I think it's kind of how you do it. It's a very complicated way. I think you even peel off the sides. That's too much work for me. Like if I have to do that, I'm not eating a pomegranate, but if they're just readily available for me, yeah, pomegranates are it. I mean, again, not my favorite pick, but not my least favorite pick. Mm -hmm. All right. This next one could be a total wild card. I feel like this is one of the biggest hit or miss fruits for people. Either you love it or you hate it, but I love it. I'm going to go grapefruit. What do we think? Good? Hate it. You hate grapefruit? Oh, see, I think it is very tart. It's very tart. It's not, not everybody can just eat it by itself. I can, I think it's delicious, but I also think grapefruit soda. Awesome. Grapefruit drinks. Awesome. You do a little grapefruit, a little sugar on it in the morning, eat out of it. You ever seen that before? Cut it in half. Delicious as well. Um, I understand it's a very, very polarizing pick, but I'm going to go grapefruit. Congrats. You played yourself again with the grapefruit and the coconut. Back to back. Just Shelly's not approving of my recent picks. No, I am approving because you're helping me win this draft again. That's true. Again. That's true. Okay. All right. So we're both through eight. We got two left each. Okay. I have so a lot of good left. stuff on the board here. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. We've decided it. You have cornered the market on the island vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm moving in across the street. I'm taking guava with number nine. I don't think I've ever had guava by itself. Have you? I have. It is delicious, but I want it mostly for the same reason I want a mango, maybe a little agua fresca. Maybe you take a slice of guava and you put kind of the chili powder salt on it the way that I would a mango. Guava is similar to a mango. It's kind of in the same flavor profile, but it's a little bit more rare. You don't see a guava necessarily at the supermarket the way you would see a mango. So I'm definitely going to sell it that way and my franchise and I'm going guava number nine. I don't have an opinion on it because I've just never had it by itself. I've only had it when it's in a drink or in things. So it's hard for me to say. So I guess I approve, but I would have never picked it. So I guess that's interesting. What's interesting too is neither of us have picked a melon yet. Well, that's not true. You picked a watermelon. I'm talking about like honeydew or, uh, or cantaloupe. Yeah, but I mean, that's what happens at the bottom of the draft, Steve. I'm just saying, I'm not going to pick it. I'm just saying that neither of those have been picked. I'm trying to look at the list of things that I have here that haven't been selected. You really screwed me up by not letting me pick uh, avocado because now I have two slots left and I only have one thing that I really like. Well, these are the decisions you as a front office are going to have to make. All right. I'm going to kick the second decision down the corner a little bit here. I'm going to go, this is probably going to be a controversial one as well for you, but it's for health reasons. I'm going to go with acai. I don't even know a ton about acai, but I love acai bowls. I know it's some sort of berry. It's super tropical, right? So I'm adding to the tropical theme. I have an acai bowl probably once or twice a week with some pineapple, put a little granola in there. It's delicious. It's a great refreshing way to like get you over the lunchtime snack feel. So acai, never actually had an acai berry by itself, but I've always had it ground up. Maybe controversial, but I think it's a good pick. Does it count for you to make the pick if you don't even know what the fruit looks like? I could not tell you what an acai berry looks like, but I do know that I like the taste of it. I think this is one of those things we need to do where you need to Google it right now. I need to watch you introduce yourself to your late round pick here. Acai. This is a good call. Acai berry. Let's see. What does it look like? Oh, okay. They look like blueberries. Okay, great. Yeah, this isn't that intimidating. And it's got that really nice purple color when you blend it up. Oh, it's delicious. It's so good for you. I couldn't tell you why it's good for you, but it is good for you. Hey, it's kind of like all of these things. If you tell me it's good for me, I'm going to bite. What is in my coffee every morning now? Collagen. They say it's good for your hair, skin, and nails. Better believe it's in there. Good source of protein. I'm in. I don't really know if it works or not, but I'm going to do it. It's the placebo effect, right? As long as it makes you feel good, then it doesn't matter. It's doing its job. Right. So I have one pick and then you have one pick? Yeah, we both have one pick left. All right. I'm pumped. I wanted this. I thought you might take it. You did not. 
So I played this correctly. With my 10th pick, I'm going with something that is crazy versatile. You can put it in water. You can use it to season any of your food. I know that it also has potassium. And Steve, I recently read that the more that you consume this, the better it is for your brain, that it actually helps you cognitively. It can help protect your brain cells from damage. I'm going with a lemon at number 10. It would have been surprising if none of us picked it. I already picked two citrus ones, so I didn't want to pick a third. This would be your second citrus. It's a really, really good pick with your last one. I wanted to bookend this draft with some citrus, and I did just that. We started out with a blood orange, and I ended it with a lemon. Welcome to... We didn't name our fruit trees the way that we did our countries here. We should have probably done that. Oh, well, mine's an island, so... <laughs> Saruti Island. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll just say welcome to, to Smallman. Yeah, the Smallman Vineyard or Grove or whatever you want to call it. Smallman Fields? Smallman Fields, yeah, there you go. Okay, deal. All it's right. like a play on it's, Sally Fields. Is it or is it a play on agriculture? It's both. I like okay. to think it's both. <laughs> um, I am struggling right now because, as I mentioned before, your lack of ability to let me put avocado in has really screwed me up because I don't really have anything that I want left. <sighs> You're acting like me saying avocado can't be part of this draft is something that has really deterred you. It's one pick. Well, you already know that I'm operating off of a limited sample size here because I don't like that many fruits. I wrote down, I think 12 or 13 and you taking avocado has totally screwed me over. So I'm looking, currently looking up other things right now to try to figure out if there's anything else that I kind of like. See, this is the difference between successful and unsuccessful organizations. I am an organization in the front office that finds a Tom Brady in the sixth round. You are the type of person that's looking at Mr. Irrelevant as a throwaway pick. This is definitely going to be a throwaway pick. Honestly, I was probably going to take lemon if you didn't take lemon. Uh, but you know what? Ugh, I don't like that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have to do it. Because the only thing that I have on my list, even though I haven't had one of these in a long time, but I do remember liking them, and they're also very similar to something that I already have. But... Give me blackberries because I just don't know what else to pick. Shouts out to blackberries. <laughs> what mixed messaging? I don't know what else to do, but shouts out to them. <laughs> I've had a blackberry before. It was good. Welcome to the team. Welcome to Saruti Fields. You're going to be cut in a week. Congratulations. Yeah. Don't, it's gonna unpack, be... don't unpack your suitcase. <laughs> yes. It's an uphill battle from here. You still haven't made the team. Okay. So you want to read off our teams here? All right. You go first. All right, so I went blood oranges, strawberries, bananas, watermelons, rainier cherries, blueberries, grapes, pomegranates, guava, and lemon. Look at the diversity there, Steve. Look at the diversity. I have my classic fundamental picks with bananas and strawberries. We've got our exotic fruits and guava, pomegranate, and blood oranges. Oh, we've got some small bites in the mix with my blueberries, grapes, and cherries. And then we end it with some citrus. Oh, no, who could forget watermelon? Hello. We are I, hydrated here. I and forgot about watermelon. Lemon. Some lemon. Great. Lem lemon really brought to your draft. If you didn't have lemon, if you didn't get lemon in that last pick, I don't think I would have liked your draft very much because I don't like watermelon. Ugh, you could have bananas. <laughs> cherries, no. It's just a weird draft for you, but the lemon thing really brought it all together. Mine, in order, I had pineapple, apple, peach, <laughs> Mango, lime, raspberry, coconut, grapefruit, acai, and Mr. Irrelevant Blackberry, which may or may not make the roster or not. <laughs> I'm very confident in mine. All of my fruits, I feel like when you're eating or drinking those, you're having a great time. You're probably on a beach somewhere enjoying yourself, living the best life. Apple, you know, I love fall, so I had to get apples because what is more fall than apples? Apple cider, all that stuff. The only thing that I really don't like on my list is... <sighs> 
probably the fact that I have raspberry and blackberry, but I feel like I didn't have a choice. So I'm okay with it. I really like my list from one through nine and blackberry. You're welcome to. Again, you will be cut in a week. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, we have the fruit draft done now. Let's find me a soccer team, shall we? All right. So this is an idea that I had. I've always wanted you to pick an EPL team because it's going to make you more invested in the league. I know you would like soccer. I know you would like the guys that play soccer because they're I all love really, soccer. a lot of them are really well dressed and they're just overall really cool guys. The problem is whenever people ask me, oh, I like soccer. How do I get into it? I always tell them you need to pick a team and you need to watch that team and then you're going to get invested in them. Just kind of like what you tried to get me to do with the Cardinals, even though it didn't work as it's baseball. So my idea was in order to have you pick a team, instead of just being like, oh, this is the best team. I'm going to pick Liverpool. Or I'm going to pick Manchester City or whoever. I'm going to describe what these teams would be like if they were people that you might know or people in everyday life, right? Okay. Somebody that you might be able to relate to. So it's going to be sort of a blind test. I'm going to give you eight of these people that are actually teams. And you're going to tell me which one you like the most. And that's going to be the Premier League team that you root for. Okay. I love this concept. Love. All right. So I'm going to start here. Let's go in order. And I can always reread these for you, but I'm going to try to go rapid fire. You assess I'll it and I'll go to the notes. next one. Take, some, take notes. some notes. Exactly. All right. Number one. Ready? Ready. This is the guy who was really good looking and popular in his younger years, but he kind of let himself go for a while. He gained some weight, made some bad life decisions, but then he hired a life coach who kind of turned everything around and made him back into a stud. The problem is without that life coach, he's 100% going to revert back to his weird self again. That's team number one. Okay. I'm writing doughy jock for doughy jock. Team number two. This is the dude who you see on Instagram hanging out with all these models and hot people. He's driving expensive cars. He summers in the south of France. You're like, damn, this dude is living the life. But in reality, he actually doesn't have any friends and he doesn't have anyone to share his success with. Poser, number two. Number three. This guy peaked in high school, okay? They were the hot chick, the prom king, you name it. They had tons of friends. The problem is they haven't been able to do anything else really since then. And they, all they do is reminisce on the better times. Number three, the townie. That's exactly what that is. Number four, this guy's a douchebag. He was probably in a frat, but he has a super rich dad who buys him whatever he wants. He's also really terrible in relationships, but girls still want to date him because of the money and his lifestyle. And he just kind of puts out a cool vibe. Uh, so this is the Chad. This is the Chad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is number what? Five. Five. Yep. This guy's okay. The problem is that he thinks he's way cooler and way smarter than he really is. And he did one cool thing like 20 years ago and he never lets anybody forget about it. This sounds kind of like the townie. Kind of, but he's not, he's not as unsuccessful as the townie. You know what I mean? Like he actually has things going for him, but he did one cool thing a while ago and likes to remind everyone about it. Okay. So this is study abroad guy. We get it. You went to Barcelona. That's a great call. That is actually a great call. Without you knowing what team that is, that's a great call. All right. Number six. Okay. Kind of a hipster with an inferiority complex. He's in the popular group, but he's kind of the one that everyone rags on. Is it fair to call him McLovin? None of them were popular. So no, <laughs> they were all kind of losers. Okay. Is it fair to call this person the Gretchen Wieners? Yes. Yes. Very good call. Okay. All right. Number seven. Two left. Okay. Number seven. Okay. This is a good person with good morals, but they want so badly to be in the popular group. They always offer to buy everyone else beer. They invite everyone on their dad's boat, but nobody really wants to hang out with them. And it's kind of sad. We're going to call this the Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, Don't you feel like every girl that acts like that is called Stephanie? Yes. Even though I have an amazing friend named Stephanie who isn't like this at all. But yeah. I just feel like that's a good general name for this. That is a great one. 
Good call. The Stephanie's. And the last one, this is the girl next door type. She was pretty anonymous for most of her life. People never really realized how hot she was until one day out of nowhere, she shows up at the five-year reunion and she's looking like a model. <laughs> she's all that. <laughs> yes, there you go. So those are your eight. Wow. I, tried to, I tried to make them all equally negative because I don't want one to be favorable to the others. They're probably the eight biggest clubs in England. You did an excellent, and I mean excellent job with this. Thank you. I love all of these comparisons. And there is one endearing thing and one terrible thing out of each of these people mm -hmm. or each of these types of people. I'm terrified say. you're going to pick the one club that I don't want you to pick. Okay. Well, there's a couple things that we can cross off the list first. I don't want the poser team. I don't want what? your number two, your fake Instagram life. I don't want that. Okay. What? I'm all about substance. So we don't do that. All right. Let's reveal them too. So number two, the fake poser, that's Manchester City. Good okay. call. I mean, they're a really good club, but they're new money. Nobody cares. They New have no money, fans. you're gauche. We're out of here, okay? Right. We like tradition. Can you one more time read me number four, the Chad? He's the rich guy that everyone hates, but his dad has money. This is my favorite one. This guy's a douchebag who is probably in a frat, but his dad is super rich and buys him whatever he wants. He's pretty terrible at relationships too, but girls still want to date him because he has money and he has a great lifestyle. The Chad is out. The Chad is Chelsea. If you picked Chelsea, I would have been upset. So that's great. I didn't think you would like that guy anyway, so it's okay. I've known some Chads in my days. It never ends well. Chelsea were bought by like this rich Russian oligarch in like 2000, and he just bankrolls their club. They have no history whatsoever. They're in London, which is cool, but all of their fans are kind of douchebags. Gross. They're out. All right. So Man City and Chelsea gone. Good call. Just because I want to hear it again, can you give me the Stephanie's, please? <laughs> this is a good person with good morals. But they want so badly to be in the popular group. They always offer to buy everyone beer. They keep inviting people to go to their dad's boat, but nobody wants to hang out with them and nobody wants to go on their dad's boat. Stephanie's are out. That's my team, Everton. Oh, no. <laughs> You're a Stephanie. Yeah, Everton are the club that they actually used to be good, like in the 80s and even before that. But they haven't been good in the last 30 years or so. And they have mm -hmm. a lot of money and they spend a lot of money, but they never do well. They always end up falling short. And it's constantly just like, all right, cool, you guys. You spent $100 million on this player. Nobody cares because you're relevant. Sorry. Sorry, Everton. <sighs> so you are the Stephanie that watches the group get into the limo to go to prom and then has to drive behind it. Yeah, with, with one tear coming down my cheek. Yep. I'm sorry, Steve, that you're a Stephanie. It's all right. I wouldn't wish being an Everton fan on my worst enemy. It's just a miserable existence. So oh. Everton, Chelsea, and City are all out. Okay. I also am going to ixnay the study abroad person. Like, do something other than once in your life. Don't, okay. don't just ride Barcelona wave for two decades. That's the guy who did, yeah, okay, who thinks he's way cooler and smarter than everyone else. That's Arsenal. Um, oh, they're way out. Arsenal. Team. Oh, that's out. true. I forgot about that. If you had picked, it, oh my goodness, if you had picked Arsenal, that would have been so funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Arsenal. It would have been the worst day of my life. Have to get them out of there. Get out of here, Arsenal. So that leaves, what, four teams left, I believe. We've got the Doey Jock, the Townie, Gretchen Wieners, and she's all that. Mm -hmm. Give me the townie description. This is the guy that peaked in high school. They were the hot chick or the prom king, you name it, tons of friends, but they haven't been able to really find anything else to do in life since then, and they keep reminiscing on the old times. That's the, Manchester United. Yeah, the townie's out. Manchester United gets the ax. Wow, mm -hmm. this is gonna be interesting then. So you have number one, number six, and number eight left. Whew. Do you like any of those teams that are left on the board? There's one that I hate, and the other two I think are okay. Okay. My Don't biggest fear is you're going to pick the one that I hate. This is what I said at the beginning. I'm so nervous about oh this. Oh my God, you are so <laughs> nervous. I see you're jittery over there. 
Okay, don't reveal what team, but please give me Gretchen Wieners one more time. All right, Gretchen Wiener. Uh, or actually, can we do this? Since there's three teams left, can you just give me all three descriptions, and okay. then I'm going to rank them three to one. Okay. This was originally number one. This is the guy who was really good looking and popular in high school, but he kind of let himself go, gained a bunch of weight, made bad life decisions. But then he hired a life coach who turned everything around, turned him back into a stud. The problem is that without that life coach, he's going to revert back to being his weird self again. Okay. That's number one. The next one, this is kind of a hipster with an inferiority complex. He's in the popular group, but he's kind of on the outskirts of it. And they all rag on this one person. Okay. And then the last one, this is the girl next door type. She was pretty anonymous for most of her life. And people around her never really realized how hot she was until one day at the five-year reunion, she showed up looking like a model. We're going to go three, two, one, because I've made my decision. And number one is your choice. Number one is my choice. All right. Oh, man, I'm nervous. I need Gretchen Wieners out of the mix. I don't want a team that's desperate. I don't want a team that thinks that they're great and everyone's poking fun of them on the outside. We don't need that. Gretchen Wieners is out. None for you, Gretchen Wieners. This is kind of the team I was maybe hoping you would pick because a lot of new soccer fans support this team, and that's Tottenham. That's, hot, that's the Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Everybody told me I should be a Tottenham fan. The problem is that Tottenham, there's traditionally a big six, right, in English soccer. There's six mm-hmm. really big clubs, and Tottenham is number six. They're the last one that gets in there. They're barely in the six, but they're in the six. Okay, good to know. Okay, so both of these things are difficult for me to choose from. So the one that you really don't want me to pick is in here. Right? It is. It oh, is. God. Okay. And the other one is actually kind of a really cool team, but. Mm. Okay. So here's my thought process. I kind of love the doughy jock that needs the life coach. But the way that I'm approaching this is, you know, the potential for greatness is there. And we all need help. We all need help to reach our peak. So I'm not going to look at the doughy jock and be bummed out that he gained 20 pounds because I know he can bounce back and get that six pack again. I know the potential for hotness is there, but I also love an underdog story. You know, (laughs) I love an underdog. And the thought of Rachel Lee Cook in soccer form walking down the stairs in the red dress and then having Freddie Prince Jr. AKA the EPL be like, damn, we should have paid attention to her when she was in the overalls. Makes me really kind of want to cheer for Rachel Lee Cook. I like both. But I think I'm going to... (laughs) I'm so nervous. (laughs) You are so nervous. Okay. For people listening to this, Steve is literally leaning into the camera with his hands held (laughs) like this is Miss Universe. And I'm about to reveal which country has won. Okay. Deep breaths. Okay. Deep breaths. You got this. Regardless of who I pick, we're still going to be friends. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. The doughy jack has got to go. I'm going cheese all that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That would have, okay. hundred pound weight has been lifted off of my back. That was, (laughs) you did not have to do that to me because that is insane. All right. The team you picked, we'll start with the team that you did pick. And I'm happy that you picked them. You picked Leicester City. Leicester City. Oh, and I like them because when you read their name, it doesn't even look like Leicester. It's like Leicester. Leicester. Exactly. It's like Worcester math. How do you get Worcester right. out of Worcester? I don't know, right. but it is what it is. The cool thing about Leicester is, and I'm really happy you picked them because you're right. They are the super underdog story, but they are one of the most well-run clubs in all of England, in all of European soccer. Really, They don't have a okay. huge budget. They don't have a huge budget, but they have a really loyal fan base and they're just really smart when it comes to buying and selling players, business, all of that stuff. And they won the title like five years ago. It was like the most improbable thing in the history of sports, certainly in soccer. They were a 6,000 to one, I believe, uh, 
underdog to win the title and they end up winning the title they beat out manchester city they beat up all these massive teams it was genuinely it would be like it would be like if weber state won the ncaa tournament that's what it was like and then they've sort of they've sort of compounded that into now they're like a really successful club at the top of English football. And they finished just outside the champions league last year. They have really cool jerseys. They have a really cool team. I actually think you're going to really like this squad. And I think if I would have picked one for you, it might not have been Leicester, but the more that I think about it, the more that we bet this whole thing out, I think Leicester's the perfect team for you. The team that you didn't pick that I'm so happy that you didn't pick is Liverpool because I hate Liverpool. You kind of endeared me to the doughy guy, you know, but He does seem like kind of a douche. I was struggling with Liverpool the most out of all of them. I was going to say Liverpool was like Rob Lowe because they were like really big in the 80s and then they disappeared for a couple decades and now they're Mm -hmm. kind of back and they're good again. But I kind of felt like you would pick that. So I didn't want to describe it that way because who doesn't love Rob Lowe? So I kind of described it as like the guy who gained a little bit of weight and kind of lost his way in life. I like that description better. Um, I'm pumped about my pick, especially after you just described that, because as you're saying that, you know what it reminded me of, Steve? Our St. Louis Blues. You want to talk about improbable? LGB. Here, LGB, a mid-market team who had to be very smart about the way they constructed this team, a franchise who had never won a Stanley Cup, and the year that they won, they were in dead last place in January and went on a crazy run and they were able to win and they have a crazy loyal fan base. So it literally sounds like a team I already love. The cool thing about Leicester too, is that they don't have a lot of fans, but they do have some new fans obviously because they won the title, but they're one of those teams that, you know, what you're going to get, you know, you're going to get hundred percent out of their players week in and week out. They care about the badge. They care about the shirt. And I know that's what you care about in teams. Totally. You love teams that care about where they're from and the origin stories and the community that is Leicester city. Honestly, the two teams that probably care the most are Everton and Leicester. But Leicester is a little bit better of a squad right now and has been a little bit more well-run over the last few years. And plus, they've got really cool jerseys. They're an Adidas team. Leicester, great pick for you. I'm excited. Now you got to start watching games. I will, and I'm so excited because you just described everything that means anything to me in sports. So I feel like I did a good job there then. You did a great job. I'm so pumped about this. You know I love loyalty. You know, especially being from St. Louis, I love athletes that endear themselves to their city and the club and they respect their traditions. I love that they won recently, so they know how to win. They have the blueprint to win. Give me their star player, who's somebody that I should follow on Instagram or pay attention to. So they actually have a lot of good players. Their best player is this guy named Jamie Vardy who plays striker. He's a little bit older, but he's been there forever. He's awesome. I know Jamie Vardy. There you go. Jamie Vardy. Uh, They also have. So he's really good. He is very good. I was watching a game with my dad on a Saturday morning and he was telling me all about Jamie Vardy and he, Jamie Vardy scored a goal in the game I was watching and it was beautiful. Actually, another reason why you would love Lester and you'd love Jamie Vardy. I believe a couple of years ago, Jamie Vardy, so I think he's in his probably early to mid-30s now. When he was in his mid-20s, he was a borderline professional soccer player at like 23, 24. He was playing, I think, in like the ninth division of English soccer and was also working in a factory. He has worked his way up from literally nothing to become one of the best players in the entire league. It's actually an unbelievable story. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Crazy story. He's super fast. He's super productive. And he's had opportunities to leave Leicester as well in the last few years to go to a bigger club. And he chose to stay, which is really cool as well. I know. We couldn't have found a more perfect fit. So here's the thing. Their, wow. their opening game is this Sunday, 9 a.m. against West Brom. You got to be locked in. Okay. I'm writing it down. Putting in my planner. West Brom? Who's that? Uh, they're a newly promoted team. Not very good. You guys should probably. Sunday, 9 a.m.? Sunday, 9 a.m. Probably on NBC, I would assume. NBC? Okay. 
I love you don't, it. You don't understand how thrilled I am that this ended up going the way. For drama's sake, it's cool that it went down to Liverpool versus Leicester because of the agony <laughs> of me thinking you were going to pick Liverpool, which by the way, I found out earlier that your dad is a Liverpool fan, which I we know. agree on literally everything except for that. But Leicester is the perfect team for you. And I'm so pumped. Now we got to do a soccer corner every single little show now, like Michelle's one minute on what she learned from soccer this weekend. Okay. I will do that. I'm going to watch... Okay, but then I need a minute from you on something that I love. Either it's going to be a Bravo minute or it's going to be a Cardinals minute. Well, I'm going to start watching, uh, what is it? Uh, below below deck. deck. So oh, I'll give wait. you a Below Deck minute. Hang on. I have something exciting for you. Look what arrived in the mail today that's coming your way. Yes. Speaking Your of Saint, soccer. St. Louis City scarf. How sick is that? It's a beautiful logo. It's a beautiful color it's scheme. Beautiful all about scarf. it. Shouts out Taylor Sloman. Shouts out Lutz. Yeah, Lutz. Fun and steel. Big fan of the German guy. What's up? Uh, but look at this. Now I have an EPL team, you have an MLS team, and we're both thrilled with each other's picks. Just people helping people. That's what this is. You know what, Steve? Powerful stuff. Powerful it stuff. really is. I love it. Well, well, this is a great way to end this. Let's go to a review because I don't think we can do any better than this ending. We can't. We can't. Wow. I am pumped. And the drama there was so real. Who was the one that you disliked? So you disliked Manchester City the most, I believe. You got them out of there first. That was the Instagram I mean, guy. Yeah, I don't like the posers. I can't yeah. deal with it. Like, to me, that's the person that goes and sits on a private jet on a runway and takes pictures and doesn't go anywhere. That's lame. That's Manchester City. Yeah. Ugh. Bye. Gretchen Wieners, I kind of liked, too. That was one. The, yeah, the bottom three, I could have gone either way. But I am thrilled with my pick. Mm -hmm. Me, too. Me, too. Okay, let's get to a review. If you haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk. It's a black box with white writing. Click on it, subscribe to it, rate it, preferably five stars, and leave a review. Okay, so this one, Steve, comes from Kate in St. Louis, who says, random and fun, five stars. She says, love this podcast, energetic and fun. The hosts have amazing chemistry. Two things, walking tacos are standard camping and scouting food. Didn't know that. Also, Michelle, please slow down on the word literally. On some episodes, I could turn it into a drinking game. Otherwise, keep up the great work. Love the variety and randomness. Well, thank you, Kate. And I can tell Kate is a manager because of that compli salt sandwich right there. How it's a compliment, insult, compliment. You know, just really like a compliment bun with the insult in the middle. And I respect that because Steve and I know that we do have our crutch words. His is honestly, right? Honestly. Somebody pointed out that it's honestly. Or I'm going to be honest with you. Let me be I'm honest. honest. Let me be, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being honest. And mine is literally, I know it's literally. So thank you, Kate, for pointing that out. We will be better. I will be better. But appreciate the review. Yeah, no, we all have crutch words. So it is what it is. I say, you know, honestly, way too much or like, let's be honest or let me be honest with you or something so i get it i don't know michelle it's not that big of a deal i uh, appreciate you still listening otherwise we also say like way too often i'm sorry to michelle who has to edit out the hundred likes every time i say <laughs> like 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 three times in a row so thank you to you for the editing skills but i don't know we'll work on our crutch words appreciate you listening kate we literally love your review it's amazing honestly we do <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, this was a super fun podcast. We have another great one on deck next week. We have a surprise guest coming up. We're not going to reveal who it is, but be on the lookout for our guest pod next week. We're going to do a really fun interview. But until then, Steve, Fox has never quit. Up the toffees. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.